to Vista Mate Tours, the podcast, a fun, roughly one mile guided walking tour through Vista's downtown art and historical sites, local hangouts, and other attractions. You'll hear directly from many of the people who are helping create Vista's dynamic downtown, including fascinating behind the scenes backstories about the personalities and places that make downtown so special. So simply stroll along the sidewalks and listen, play and pause this episode as needed. And most of all, have fun and enjoy our beautiful downtown. But first, let's get you to the starting point. Find the tour starting point by asking your GPS for directions to 365 East Broadway, Vista, California. This takes you to a large free parking lot where we'll start the tour. By the way, you'll hear this sound throughout the tour. This jingle signals that it's a good time to pause, listen to the audio, and look around before continuing down the path. Okay, let's go. From the parking lot, carefully cross East Broadway at the intersection of South Citrus. As you cross, you'll see the Public Lemon Store off to your left. On the right is the Vista Flag Pavilion. Odds are good you'll return to this very corner if you attend Vista's Strawberry Festival, Rod Run Car Show, or many of Vista's art festivals. The pavilion was dedicated in 1987 as a primary gathering spot when the city embarked on revitalizing its historical downtown. Peek inside Public Lemon if you're looking for a one-of-a-kind gift item. Most likely, you'll be greeted by the proprietor, Tracy Lawson, a Vista native who also owns Apothecary Off Main, a brand of all-natural beauty and skincare products. Tracy is a great resource if you have questions about Vista. But what's with the Public Lemon name? Tracy explains. So when I wanted to open this shop here, I wanted a name that was welcoming for everybody. So that's why I came up with Public. And then I'm on Citrus, so there's the lemon. I am one of the only boutiques down in this area that carries men's grooming. And there's so many great lines out there for men. I added in a pet line, I added in baby, I have home goods, apparel, gift items, bath and body, you name it. I have a little bit of everything. I love to carry local as much as I can. So that kind of brings it back to Vista. And people actually come in and say, what do you carry that's locally made? So we'll start to see a lot more Vista made products in the shop. We make our products and it'll be under Apothecary Off Main. So we make really good aluminum free deodorants. We make skincare line, we make our own candles. We make the men's grooming products. So the utility balm, utility pucks, beard oil. We also make essential oils and soaps. I grew up in Vista. My parents moved here in 69, 70. So I graduated from Vista High School. And it's neat to see people, you know, come in that, you know, haven't seen you in so long. But it's just, it's a great Vista vibe. I love it. A few doors down from Public Lemon is a Vista treasure called the Back Fence Society, focused on all things creative. We meet up with founder Sarah Spinks, who talks about the magical happenings you'll find inside. Back Fence started in roughly 2011. We hosted a group art show that had over 30 artists. It was super successful, and then we just evolved into creating more pop-up art experiences. And eventually we got here to having a physical location space. COVID kind of changed our 
pop-up model to more of an artist occupancy models. Artists apply and they use the space for a 30-day occupancy. They come in and they take over the space. They use it for studio time, demos, talks, workshops. They can host their own exhibition. It is open to emerging or established artists. I especially like that we interact so much with uh, youth here. It's best to go to our website, look at our calendar. I put everything on there. Facebook is great. Instagram is great. I put out a newsletter, so sign up for my newsletter. And then, you know, maybe you're just lucky and you're walking by and you catch a glimpse of whatever's happening. Art is a language. Art tells a story. And that's why I think it's important to just activate the community in whatever way I can, because we can all tell our stories through art and expand art experiences for everyone. All right, let's keep strolling. Don't miss the large wall mural on the side wall of the Back Fence Society as you head towards Main Street. The beautiful Margarita Fisher mural is one of the most popular selfie spots in downtown, so go for it. Now, you may be wondering who was Margarita Fisher. She was a major silent film actress in the early 1900s who starred in dozens of movies. Fisher was white with German heritage. Yet, ironically, is perhaps best known for her role as an African-American slave girl in the movie Uncle Tom's Cabin. Her background provided further twists in life during World War II, when she changed the spelling of her first and last name several times to avoid the anti-German sentiment of the time. Margarita's connection to Vista is she and her husband, MGM director and producer Harry Pollard, owned and lived in the Rancho Buena Vista adobe for 20 years. Okay, let's keep walking another block to the corner of Citrus Avenue and Main Street. As you walk, Jessica Bench, who oversees the City of Vista's popular Kites sculpture program, will introduce you to downtown's towering artwork. So the Kites program is a sculpture program where we have the opportunity each year for six different new sculptures to be implemented and installed throughout the city, particularly um, in our downtown area. The primary objective of the program is to have these kind of rotating opportunities for artists to participate and be on display in our downtown area. I think it's a really good way to have art displayed in Vista at all levels. That's one of the things that we're especially proud of in the program too, is that we will occasionally get Vista Unified School District students who submit sculptures that are absolutely incredible. uh, And we always treasure those as in addition to our tried and true Vista artists. So right now on the corner of Maine and Citrus, we have uh, First Flying Paper by artist Norberto Estrada. Norberto describes the piece as uh, representing small and simple things in life that come in different shapes and sizes and materials, as he says. Uh, He made the piece specifically thinking back to his childhood and the kind of joy that comes from small things such as making a paper airplane or an origami piece and wants to bring that joy back to residents or visitors downtown. And then on the other side of the street across from Shacks, we have Stay Loud Vista, which is by artist Sarah Spinks, who you heard from earlier in the tour. The kite is another example of interactive artwork, which we like to have a lot of downtown. Uh, And it's meant to literally 
amplify the voices of VISTA residents through the mechanics of the art and to engage its audience in purposeful dialogue around the freedom of speech. The art itself is a series of trumpet style megaphones and you can speak into it and it's meant to amplify the voice out to the other end. Also at this corner, you can take a short detour down Rotary Lane, which is across the street from Shack's Bistro. The path starts at the May Peace Prevail on Earth marker and runs along the playing field at the right. Vista native and longtime collaborator in Vista's art scene, Colleen Kohler-Smith, joins us on the tour to provide additional background on downtown's bounty of murals and sculptures. Vista is committed to the arts. That's uh, in any way you can think of it. That's public arts, performing arts, whether it's sculptures or murals or uh, exhibitions. We want to be um, supporting artists, but also providing art to our community members. We have a permanent kite called Freedom Struggle by Winifred Miser, and you can find this on Rotary Lane, where we have a little area that honors our service people, and uh, each arm of the armed services is represented in this area as a thank you and a nod to those who keep us safe. It does remind you to keep your eyes open. We have so many different areas downtown. There's so much art that it would be impossible to give an exhausted list in this limited time. And so, you know, we encourage people to check out every nook and cranny and look at where art may be that you might not expect it. Onward, head down Main Street. Colleen is ready to reveal more art history with another mural you'll see off to your left on the walk of Curbside Cafe. So in 2000, artist Doug Davis painted the Vista Fire Department 1929 mural, which he took from a photograph from 1929 and put up on the wall around Curbside Cafe. It's a pretty special mural. It's a nice snapshot of the time. Next to Curbside is the gorgeous Art Deco era Avo Playhouse, another beautiful live entertainment venue that is part of the city's renowned Moonlight Theater Production Company. The Avo Playhouse is um, an old movie theater. It opened in 1948 and was designed by Charles Lee, the architect. Um, it actually opened on December 11th, 1948, and the first movie that was shown there was The Night Has a Thousand Eyes. So um, the lobby was designed, it's a little fun fact, to emulate an avocado. So the lobby is actually in the shape of an avocado, which was a nod to the avocado groves of Vista at the time. 1995, the city of Vista renovated the AVO to become an actual playhouse where live events could take place. So we have a lot of schools and community organizations that rent the AVO to put on productions. You may notice that downtown Vista has a resilient force of women entrepreneurs, artists, and visionaries who have helped guide downtown's rebirth. One group that represents this phenomenon like no other is the Moonry Collective, located near the Avo Theater. The collective launched as a successful boutique when the pandemic had forced several women to reconsider their careers. Here's owner Christine Alvarado to explain. So Moonry Collective is a collective of females, moon being a symbol of the female, and then the RY is reinvent yourself, and the collective is the collective of us females starting over. We've all been doing this for a long time, and we've had our doors close on us with COVID-related issues, and then we've collectively come together 
and started fresh into a whole new vibe and we're really liking it. Uh, we have a one-stop shop for all beauty needs, a hair salon for cutting, coloring, styles, and then we have a skincare room that does oxygen facials, hydrofacials, customized organic facials, waxing, tinting, and then we have a full boutique. So if you need a gift, if you're looking for something for your home, we have a great card selection. The thought process behind it all, it's just not a storefront. It's really a great group of women that want to take care of other people, make them feel good, you know, improve their livelihood, improve their self-esteem, and just empower each other. So let's cross Main Street carefully at the corner of Michigan Avenue. Off to your right, Brewed Vista is a relaxing place to take a break and sip all types of brewed beverages. Check out nearby Miko's, a popular downtown sushi restaurant if you're ready for lunch or dinner. Along the wall at the end of the parking lot on your right, you'll see another Vista historical mural. Here's Colleen again to explain. So the Highway 395 mural was created in 2014 by Kate Matthews and it represents some of the older cars and we have the rod run that happens down in downtown Vista and as we go through the art you're going to find things like strawberries to represent the strawberry festival, things like that. One of the things that makes Vista special is we try to take things that people need and get a little creative with them. So you'll find things like bike racks that are actually sculptures like the 395 bike rack. So another example of that is the Vista in Bloom program where we take utility boxes and beautify that. It's just the idea that just because something uh, is needed and useful doesn't mean it can't also be beautiful. Let's keep moving. Carefully cross Michigan Avenue. On the corner of Michigan and Main Street, you'll find an iconic sculpture that embraces a theme that makes downtown so memorable. You'll also see the Alley Art Woman sculpture. You'll see a lot of Alley Art art as we go down. Um, much of this is from the Randall Art Ranch. So you'll start to see a little bit of a steampunk vibe as we go down with um, Alley Cat and the Alley Art Woman and uh, also the Lovelocks sculpture. You'll start to see a theme there. There is also the Alley Art Man, not to be confused with the Alley Art Woman, <laughs> and also um, the Time Machine, which is a nice uh, interactive piece of art. The Alley Art Woman is also the perfect greeter to one of the original retailers who opened as downtown began its revitalization many years ago. And twice on Main resale and retail boutique may not have happened if owner Natalie Trevino hadn't been enjoying breakfast at Curbside Cafe one morning all those years ago. We came down one morning to sit at Curbside and see what was going on downtown, and I saw that this was Juanita's taco shop, and it had been burnt down to the studs. I inquired about it, and, and it was really phenomenal timing because downtown Vista was really getting put on the map for the beer, so it was a very exciting time to be opening here and be a part of that whole change. I generally tell people that it's boho, casual California styles, not only of the clothing, but the decor as well. I've always liked to incorporate old and new together. The clothing and shoes is resale, and then everything else is new. Everything else is retail. So, so now we're doing the vintage home, which has been an awesome success. It's made the store a lot more well-rounded. All of those, you know, old brands—the Pyrex, Corningware, Corel—all of that. Everybody 
enjoys that area because of the nostalgia. You know, every single person that walks in says, this is my mom's kitchen or this is my grandmother's kitchen. My whole mission statement <laughs> has always been that I want my store to be a great value for somebody. I want somebody to leave and feel like not only did they get a great product, they got a really fair and good deal. Somebody who's used to walking into anthropology and seeing something for $78 and then seeing it here for 15 Okay, let's keep walking down Michigan away from Main Street. You'll see Vistacato Lane on your left. Here's the most famous artistic nod to Vista's cultural history, captured in an amazing 562-foot-long mural that is considered to be one of the world's longest ever created by a single artist. Here's Colleen. So we've got Vistacato Parade by artist Clayton Parker, which was created in 2003. And as you go around this building, you're going to start to really see what Vista was like a long time ago. These are a set of historic murals that harken back to a time where Vista was really just getting started and the folks who helped create Vista. Vistacato really does take you through the history. So it starts early in Vista and then takes you through uh, years down the line and you get to see some decades as we go. I like to imagine this is around the time uh, where people were going to the AVO as a movie theater. Keep walking along the mural timeline behind the series of buildings. The mural took about three years to complete by artist Clayton Parker. Parts of the mural are undergoing a restoration as you round the left corner at North Indiana Avenue, along the wall of Barrel and Stave Brewery. Look carefully near the end of the mural by Main Street. You'll see an image of a woman walking out of London doorway. That's Jackie Coop, owner of nearby Visions in Art, who spearheaded the drive to create the mural. All right, you should now be near the corner of North Indiana Avenue and Main Street. Jessica returns with more background on two very special kite sculptures in this area. So on the corner of Maine and Indiana, we have two kites that are each on loan to the city for longer than their initial one-year rotation period. The first is Carnival by Rick Randall, and you'll see a lot of his art pieces around downtown as well, uh, the alley cat being, being one. Carnival Kite was originally installed in 2019 in a different location and then was later moved after its one year period was up. And the second kite in this area is Flock of Kites, which is a large flock of birds and is by artist Robert Rochin, which was originally installed in 2009. And Flock of Kites is one of our longest standing kites in the city of Vista. Head back up Main Street, past Barrel and Stave. Next door, you'll find Tortilleria Los Reyes. Tortilleria Los Reyes, a small tortilla factory that has grown into much bigger things, almost closed down before it opened back in 1999 when money got tight. Owner Solomon Reyes and his brother, Daniel, worked other jobs as well as ran the factory to keep things afloat but the brothers' determination ultimately led to success for the company that now sells tortillas throughout San Diego County. And as a result, the tortilla factory also helped start the rebirth of downtown Vista that had seemingly been forgotten by many. Here's Solomon to explain further. Me and my brother, Daniel Reyes, and he said, let's open a tortilla factory. 
He was already delivering tortillas at by that time in Vista, San Marcos, Oceanside. But Vista was the most uh, popular where he was selling a lot of tortillas from the place he was uh, working. The experience that my brother had with the tortilla, it was easy. For me, it took me years to learn. It okay. take years. And we almost quit because we didn't have any money. We started paying month to month from where we were working. So we went to another bank. I asked the guy to come and see what we were doing, what we had to do, what we had left to do. He came, he believed in us, and we got another $50,000. It was not much, $50,000. So now we sell all over San Diego. We have kitchen. We sell burritos, tortas. We sell every day carnitas. But the weekends are more popular because we put more variety on the carnitas, like ribs, like the cueritos and all that. While Los Reyes has a long history downtown, a few steps away is Wind Pigs Fly Barbecue that has quickly become a main street attraction. The odds that downtown Vista is now home to this award-winning restaurant came down to owner Dale Guinos, hoping to score some cheap tickets to a country music festival. Dale explains. I knew nothing about barbecue. My wife, she wanted to go to the Stagecoach Music Festival. Huge festival out in Indio. And priced it out. And at the time, our means, we, we just couldn't swing it. A buddy of mine read this article about a barbecue contest out at the festival. We could get in for 350 bucks, both of us, with our wives. Of all things, I, I went on YouTube and just started checking out how people are doing things. The very first brisket I cooked was out there, and lo and behold, we took a first place in brisket. After that point, we just got hooked in the barbecue, and we, and we started competing. People asked us to start catering, and so we started catering for them. We were catering out of the house. Well, I own the Chevron gas station at the corner of Foothill and East Vista Way. And so I proposed that, hey, honey, why don't we just move our catering business into the gas station? We'll just kind of remodel. We'll just open up a little barbecue joint and see how it goes. And the words out of her mouth, I'll never forget them. She says, yeah, like wind pigs fly. And boom, and that's how the name came to be, is, is like wind pigs fly. I said, all right, we'll go for it. And um, that was our first location. All the sides are personal. Good friend, Debbie, she's the one that came up with the coleslaw. Macaroni salad, that's my mom's. My wife came up with the beans. The pasta salad came from my mother-in-law. Peach cobbler is what really put us on the map. I believe we're the first ones in the nation that started smoking a peach cobbler. I, I guess the thing I wish people really knew is how good barbecue is. It's a true American cuisine. It started with waste meat, ribs. Nobody won ribs, they threw them away. Brisket, nobody won brisket. And the poor people were the ones that got that. They're the ones that learned how to prepare it. Now everybody wants it. When it's done with the love that comes out of the, this kitchen, it's really something to, to enjoy. And that's why we're here. So we're here so people can enjoy. Cross Main Street from When Pigs Fly to two more Vista treasures. Colleen returns to explain. That Love Locks piece of art is interactive. It gives people a chance to 
engage with art, to say, I was here to have a moment with a loved one, to put a lock on, on one of the hearts. It's a really special piece that brings people together, which we love doing with the City of Vista. The Lovelock sculpture is right around a really lovely gazebo that has some benches for people to rest and beautiful greenery. It's a nice place for people to take a moment to breathe. You'll see musicians there on occasion. And just when you need to take, take a break, take a sit down and take a look around and enjoy the art under a nice shady area. Head back the other direction on Main Street. Cross over South Indiana Street towards the large yellow three-story building known as the First National Bank Building. Today, the building's history continues to take a fascinating turn for current owner Julie Lowen. Here's Julie to explain the personal attachment she has with the building. I came upon the First National Bank Building when I was in the fourth grade. My parents had come to Vista. My father was laid off from Boeing, and we were starving, literally, living in Washington State. And he had gone to work for Weyerhaeuser for minimum wage, and he learned how to finish cement. And my uncle here said that they could help him kind of start his own business. And so he came down here a couple months ahead. And uh, when we arrived in Vista, the family of seven kids by then, uh, my mom came to Vista in our VW Bug. And we stayed with my aunt and uncle briefly until my mom and my aunt got into a fight. <laughs> and we got kicked out. So we were homeless here in Vista, we were living uh, seven kids in a travel trailer and a VW bus. And this family invited us to come out to her home in Valley Center and invited us to live there while they taught my family how to save money. They saved enough money for a down payment and found a house over on Maryland Drive here in Vista, $28,500, I'll never forget. And they signed the trust deed to that home in the First National Bank building downstairs. The building opened in 1928 and served as the hub in downtown's early growth. They would have Western days and all sorts of events, and it was surrounded by what was happening in the building. The building was occupied by the First National Bank Company and a variety of vendors. So there was a fire department in the parking lot in the very back. On Indiana Street, there was kind of like a five and dime where the little salon suite is available now. It was a catalyst for making Vista a place that was recognizable. It's why people came. I mean, the first national bank building was the biggest thing here. Now, as a businesswoman who founded and owns the successful group of North County Child Care Centers known as Children's Paradise, Julie has moved her company headquarters into the building. The historical site will likely be the scene of a few more stories as downtown Vista continues to evolve. Walk past the bank building towards Haynes Place and Main Street. You can't miss this corner. The Alley Cat sculpture outside of Urban Pizza will greet you. Here's Colleen to describe the scenes from this spot. Alley Cat is another one of the steampunk Randall Art Ranch pieces. It features an alley cat in a top hat, so what's not to love? <laughs> Out in front of Crozier's Flowers, you're going to see Carnival, a kite by Rick Randall. I love this kite. It's actually one of my very favorites. It looks almost like a pinwheel, and it is a moving kite. So as the wind blows, the two sides of the kite can move in different directions. So a little bit art and a little bit science here by Mr. Randall. As we get ready to pop into Crozier's Flowers, check out another amazing historical mural celebrating Vista's avocado history on the outside wall of Urban Pizza. Turn around to view the lilac cat mural on the outside wall of Crozier's. 
a fun piece created by Sarah Spinks from the Back Fence Society. One constant in downtown has been Crozier's Flowers. Dave and Jennifer Gish feel a huge responsibility to maintain the reputation of the Crozier's name that is beloved by locals who have depended on the florist for decades. Dave grew up in the North County flower industry and is a former pastor, while Jennifer has been a floral designer for years. The right mix of compassion, creativity, and consistency were needed when the Gishes took over the flower shop about a year before the pandemic closed so many businesses. So the shop started in 1959. Uh, Bob Crozier, quite a, a pillar of the community here over the years, and, and it just boom, they really developed it, and, and it's been in this location for over 60 years. So all of downtown has grown up around the shop, but it's just got such a historic legacy here in Vista. It's a huge slice of all of life. And what's cool about <laughs> it, it being here for so long mm -hmm. is that, that somebody will walk mm -hmm. in and say, you did my mm -hmm. you know, wedding flowers in the 70s, and now my daughter's getting married, and here I am, you know, it's like full circle. I've only heard amazing things about the Crozers. I mean, they, they had such a good reputation. Yeah. You know, yeah. people mm -hmm. love them. Actually, during COVID, when we shut down, people did not want to see Crozier's go away. I mean, people would call and say, hey, you know, tack on another $20. I want to be there for you guys. I'm going to order flowers from you. And they just, it was, it was so touching. Uh, we're blessed to have a large storefront. Most florists don't. So we get people coming in, guys, all the time. Hey, I need some flowers for my girlfriend. I need some flowers for my wife, you know. And then other people just like walking in and smelling the flowers, kind of walking around, seeing the ambiance of the store. And we do a lot of gifts to the photography art. Had a real love for nature photography for 40 years or more. And um, do a lot with... Uh, landscapes and wildlife and flowers and I think we see this as more than just uh, producing floral arrangements or selling product you know we're serving people keep strolling down Haynes Place toward East Broadway as you pass by Mom's Kitchen a favorite breakfast and lunch spot for locals take a left down Broadway and you'll pass milk famous for its all organic meals including lots of vegetarian and vegan options a few more steps and you'll find Standards Records, a must-stop for audiophiles in search of classic LPs, as well as the latest musical releases on vinyl. Owner, Colin Tappy, provides a peek inside. Uh, we opened in 2012. You know, I was working at a record store up in uh, Orange County. Shout out to Radiation Records up in uh, Fullerton. Yeah, just decided to give it a go here. It was, all, uh, you know, there was a lot of closed down businesses or a lot of vacant uh, buildings really. So it was easy to kind of move in back then. Sort of Vista's changed a little bit over time, but I'm kind of still just doing the same thing. Selling records, you know. I just noticed a lot of weirdos hanging out at the Yellow Deli. And I was like, all right, well, if a bunch of weirdos are here, make a weirdo store across the street from where the weirdos hang out at. Come on. Location, 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 baby. I've been a record freak since I was in high school. You know, I have no credentials. <laughs> Just a weirdo who likes buying records a lot. I try to get a little bit of everything here. Uh, something good for everyone. Classic rock is the bread and butter, of course. You know, always demand for Beatles and Stones and Hendrix, all, all that sort of good stuff. But, uh, you know, try to keep things interesting with, like, you know, some punk and metal and reggae and soul and funk and jazz and cumbia and uh, the list goes on and on thing but of course those kind of special interest genres are harder to get so many fewer copies of uh, you know Slayer records floating around than there are Beatles records but try to get, we do what we can around here you know what I'm saying yeah. I think the, the surprise is that it exists more than anything <laughs> slow and steady baby that's how you win the race right yeah.
that's all we're doing. <laughs> keep, on, keep on selling records. Yep. You, I'll keep buying them, I'll keep selling them. Okay, back to our tour. As you leave Standard Records, go back right towards South Santa Fe. Down the block on your left, Bear Roots Brewing is waiting if you're looking for a short beer break. Otherwise, keep walking about another block and make a left on South Santa Fe, also known as Paseo Santa Fe. Enjoy the wide path adorned with commemorative tiles celebrating Vista's avocado history. Paseo Santa Fe is Vista's emerging cultural arts district that extends for about a mile. A serene street that is attracting many new restaurants, artist lofts, breweries, and sculpture installations. You'll pass by Best Pizza and Brew, another relaxing outdoor dining spot. And in a few more steps, you'll see Pepper Tree Frosty, a family-owned Vista institution that has served locals with frozen treats and more since 1959. Now, what's with the Pepper Tree name, you might ask? Owner, Danny Villasenor, recently explained some of the history during the Vista Chamber of Commerce's Velocity podcast. Back in the day, before they put in the flood control uh, channel, which is just behind this building, there was a, a natural creek and it went for miles and it ended up all the way through here. And back in the 40s, 30s, 50s, and 60s, uh, the creeks were lined with pepper trees. When my parents got into the business, it was called the Tasty Freeze. It was a franchise. Within a, a year or two, we were able to get out of the franchise. And so we needed to come up with a, a name. And my mom was always the creative touch in our family. And she said, well, there's the pepper trees right there. So they come for the Frosty. So that's basically, that's the idea. Oh, you know, I like a, a boysenberry shake, and uh, sometimes I'll make it with chocolate ice cream just to make it a little different. A lot of these things that we have created are actually not our ideas at all. It's our customers' ideas. They request certain thing, and so a lot of times our, those ideas are just added onto the menu. Just to look back, to think all the years that uh, we've been here, to think about uh, the great memories that we have. So, And then we get to see the old-time Vista people here, and they remember us, and they they always share stories with us when they were growing up, how their parents brought them there, and so the town's changed a lot, but uh, there's a few places that are still around that uh, are institutions in the town. Keep heading down Paseo Santa Fe. Next door to Pepper Tree Frosty is Danny's Donuts, a popular Vista spot where you'll find all of your favorites and other award-winning specialty donuts. At this point, you've reached the Eucalyptus Traffic Circle, another location where Vista has added a creative twist to the art of traffic control. Our arts guide, Colleen, returns to explain. Paseo Santa Fe has really grown over the last many years, and one of the things we are thrilled to do is provide sculptures for the roundabouts for people to enjoy. And this is called Prima Vista. The artist's name is Michelangelo Venturella. And it's a spiraling design that provides a dynamic piece that actually morphs as users navigate the roundabout. It swirls, and from each different angle, the viewer gets it from a different perspective. So I encourage you to walk around and look as you walk around, obviously very safely, at how the art changes and how your perception of it shifts. As you round the corner past Danny's Donuts, you'll see one of the many small flower shops you'll find throughout town. Vista continues to thrive as a floral and agricultural community. 
the open air Vista Flower Shop is a wonderful spot to stop and have a beautiful bouquet created just for you. As owner Margarita Carrillo and her daughter Leticia Cruz explain, November of 2010, November of 2010, she opened the business on Thanksgiving. My grandma and grandpa since the 80s, they got here and then they start working with flowers. My mother is my teacher, my father. <laughs> mother, <laughs> grandmother, yeah. yeah. Grandmother and grandfather. Yeah, they from Oaxaca, yeah. We are from Oaxaca. A lot of popular, that $10 mix sometimes. $5. $5 for the um, cemetery on Sundays, yeah, on Sundays. Yeah, and $10 mix because they last longer time. The roses from Ecuador, but local too, Vista, sunflower from Vista. Sunflower, stares, marigolds, the ice cream too. Sometimes they come for flowers too, yeah. Flowers, ice cream, and donuts. <laughs> we have good, good neighbors. <laughs> Keep following Eucalyptus around to your left. You'll soon see the Film Hub, a co-working facility that is home to video and film creators, podcast producers, and many other creatives. The Film Hub includes several studios that are used frequently in TV shows and commercials. If the gate is open, feel free to enter the lobby and ask for your free Vista, the film-friendly city keychain. Keep heading down Eucalyptus, then turn left onto South Indiana. Walk another block, and you'll reach the corner of South Indiana and East Broadway. Welcome to another Four Corners of Culture as you stand near the Doghouse Restaurant. Welcome back, Jessica, our guide to the Kites Over Vista program. So this year we actually have two sculptures catty corner to each other by artist Sergei Gernishkin. And those are Chimpish, which features a chimp holding a fish, which is just outside Belching Beaver. And then catty corner to that we have Flyby, which is a ship's mast adorned with birds and is located just outside of Doghouse. So the kite directly across the street from Flyby is Wire Universe by Noe Estrada, which he offers as a unique and different way to look at our solar system with actually the center of the universe, uh, if you look very closely, being a replica of his home, and then each of the surrounding planets being one of the homes of his neighbors. Cross East Broadway at South Indiana near the Haynes Building, Take a rest on the magical Vista Time Machine, as Colleen explains. The Vista Time Machine that can be found outside of the Edward Jones is another interactive piece. The idea is that people can enter the time machine and put it back to a time of their desire. So it's encouraging people to think back, whether that's something they want to revisit that is a positive memory, whether it's when somebody was alive who's no longer alive. Uh, it just gives people a chance to, again, stop and consider and engage in art that'll in a way that's very meaningful. As you walk past the Haynes Building, you'll see the historical Vista Mercantile mural on the wall to your left. Also nearby, you'll see Visions in Art, where you'll find Jackie Coops, an amazing art restorer, and a key leader in the creation of the Vista Cotto Parade mural we mentioned earlier. Walk in and say hi. We're on the home stretch. 
carefully crossed South Indiana towards the Belching Beaver. Near the gazebo parking lot, you'll see the Alley Art Man, another steampunk installation. From here, head back towards East Broadway and turn left at the Belching Beaver Brewery. Along with the Belching Beaver, you have the Doghouse and the Yellow Deli as options for a delicious meal, and all feature lots of outdoor dining. The Yellow Deli is also famous for its intricate woodwork and architecture, a creative site all on its own. As you head down Broadway, on your left is Vista's Broadway Theater, the perfect name for a small, intimate theater that has hosted musicals, plays, and other live entertainment since 2004. We'll let owner and director Randall Hickman explain the theater's entertaining history. The Broadway Theater is a year-round theater. We have kids' workshops going on. We have kids' and adult classes here. A full adult season of shows. We do seven shows a season. Go to our website and explore what we have going on, because we do everything. Musicals, Shakespeare, youth productions, musical reviews, people who do puppetry. We have the silly comedy troupe. They have a whole troupe. It's like, what's whose line is in anyway? Many, 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 many students, yeah. One that about 10 years ago played Galinda uh, in and Wicked and got Mr. Doug and I house seats down at the Civic Theater when they came into town. The little girl that played for Cindy Lou Who at the Globe and she got it and that's Vanessa Hudgens and Jennifer Rias and Morgan Matioshi who are original cast members from Hamilton. Uh, we're taking a different approach as we open the theater here again. We're not doing shows that are over an hour and 15 minutes long. So there's no intermission. We don't sell any concessions. You come in, you sit down, you're feeling nice and safe if you're a little skittish. The restrooms are fully cleaned. The theater's clean constantly. We have one of those big, huge disinfectors you see on planes that go around. We do the, uh, the whole building in the seating area after every show. It's And the thing we love about uh, our season ticket patrons, they are so appreciative that they can just pull right into here, let their wife or their husband out, pull right through that little parking lot and go park. It's easy access, and we hear that all the time. It's not like most little theaters. If you're a person who goes to theater, they're kind of dingy and dirty and they're not taken well care of. And I didn't want that to be the case with this. I want you to walk in and feel like this is the most homey, industrial, deco-y kind of look. And, that, and we've been able to achieve that, which is nice. It's Mayberry meets New York. It's, you know what I mean? It's, I love it. I love it. I, lo I can't imagine a better place. There are a few more hidden gems as you walk down Broadway. First, the art, as Colleen explains. So there's some hidden gems behind the Avo Playhouse in the alley between the Avo Playhouse and the Broadway Theater. We'll find Waterworld, which is a mural on the wall of Quality Lock and Security Services. That's by Doug Davis, and it's a beautiful water scene that features orca whales and other things that you'd find in the water. And if you turn around from that mural, you'll see another mural that is Long Live Vista, Viva Vista by artist Kim Cruz. I love this mural. It features some of the things that make Vista really unique and special, like avocados, uh, strawberries, to, to nod to the Strawberry Festival, the Moonlight Amphitheater, the Rancho Buenavista Adobe, and it's, it's a beautiful piece by Kim Cruz. Also in the alleyway between the Avo and the Broadway Theater, you'll see Space Coyotes by artist Sarah Spinks. And right next to that on the back of Curbside Cafe is Boogie Birds by Chor Boogie. Now, those are cool gems. But keep walking down Broadway. We have actual gems to show you. Check out Beads, Crystals, and more, which operated at Encinitas for more than two decades before moving to Vista in 2020. 
This store is equal parts wonder of nature, museum, and a place that can provide a sense of calm. Owner Phil Fishman gives you a preview. You walk into the crystals part, and we have three rooms filled with stones from all around the world. Everything from little stones you can fit in your pocket to a 400-pound geode that you can't. Our peach room is filled with rough rocks, minerals, crystals. This room is filled with specimens of carvings, all different kinds of stones. And then we've got a purple room that's filled with what I call metaphysical and healing crystals. I get a lot of wow in here, and I love that. I love for people to just come in and, and take a breath and be inspired by what, by what you see in here. There's a lot of woo in the world right now about crystals, and I tell people, believe the woo. Here's, to me, how simple it is. When we're on the beach, we're standing on crystals. When we're with the mountain, we're looking at or we're standing on crystals. And when we're in the woods, we're probably also standing on crystals in the earth. And so the stones are us in nature. And what does nature make us feel like? It makes us calmer, it makes us happier, it makes us more contemplative. You walk through the crystal store into our bead shop. I've seen a lot of bead stores around the world. I have never seen a better bead store anywhere. I'm really, really super proud of our bead store. I don't know of a culture, a country, anywhere, dating back 100,000 years, anywhere that didn't work with beads in some way, shape, or form. It could be wood and shells and animal teeth and bones and things like that, primitive. Yeah, it could be stones, it could be metal, they could be glass. Just the way they used to make holes, they used to take sand as grit and they would take a, a bow and arrow and they would grind a hole in stone and then they would turn it over and grind the other side. I have holes on the other side that are 1,500 years old. The holes are magnificent and you can feel the energy of the people who created these things. They're wonderful. Well, there you have it. You completed the loop around Vista's historical downtown. Your parking spot is nearby, but we encourage you to retrack your steps back to your favorite spot. Enjoy our restaurants and breweries. Maybe take in a show, or enjoy some of the live music that you'll find around town. It's all waiting for you, and it's all Vista Made. This Vista Made tour podcast series is brought to you by the City of Vista. Thanks to all the businesses and contributors who participated in the creation of this episode. The show was narrated by yours truly, Zane Camacho. Our executive producer is Zeke Corley of A Different Day Radio Productions. Music and sound design was provided by James Russell. Final audio production was led by Star Fox Media. Scriptwriter and co-producer is Bill Hornung of Humble Pie Communications. Finally, a special thanks to Kevin Hamm, City of Vista Economic Development Director and the Vista Chamber of Commerce for assistance throughout this project.